0: We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio.
1: I remember being a kid, and um, every Saturday morning, I got to get up early and watch the Ninja Turtles cartoon. <laughs> Did you ever do that, Wesley? Did you Not, watch the Ninja Turtles? No,
0: I was too cool for the cartoon ones. I watched the real ones. Oh ah. well,
1: whatever. Hey, my kids I still, my awesome. kids
2: still watch Ninja Turtles. Yes, okay. I,
1: I, I am still a huge Ninja Turtles fan. <laughs> but the thing is, what I realized was that all of these shows that I was watching on Saturday morning, you know, because they would always have some kind of life lesson for you and sure. always some kind of moral lesson. I didn't realize it until I was a teenager, but those cartoons helped shape who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though, you know, yeah, I would watch them and say, oh, that's just a cartoon, that's yeah. just a show, whatever. But the stuff that I ingested mentally mm-hmm. impacted who I became. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't until I became a believer that I started to question, where do these beliefs that I have come from? And mm. I realized that a lot of it, not just from Ninja Turtles, but a lot of it comes <laughs> from the books, from my, my school, from my friends, from the music I listen to, to everything. And I realized that those things formed the way that I view the world. Now, if you want to understand uh, what a worldview is and how that's formed for you by culture. You can always go back, uh, check out EngageMagazine.net. There you can find our podcast. Listen to the first segment with Abraham Hamilton. But uh, Abraham, we've got you back in studio again. I appreciate you being here. Um, let's talk for a minute, because we've talked in the last segment about the worldview that is built for us mm-hmm. by culture, and now we're going to kind of shift into talking about building our own worldview. Mm-hmm. And this is going from the passive, it's built for us, to the active, we're building it intentionally based on scripture so first off we we have to get some definition going on what is a christian world or a biblical worldview
2: yeah well we talked in the in, in the first segment about a worldview generally mm-hmm. you know you quoted alex's definition of basic assumptions we make about the world i talked about it being the lens through which we view and interpret the world around us well a christian worldview would be now that lens has become christian so what are the implications? and and principles and ideals that permeate the Christianity that forms the lens through which you interpret the world now. Mm -hmm. So a Christian worldview, I would simply convey it in this way. It is a Bible-based Christian uh, fundamental baseline that governs all information or material, like you said, that is ingested, that becomes a part of who you are as an individual, not just what you think or believe, but who you are.
1: Yeah, and and that's great because and there again it goes back to the idea of be aware of what we ingest mm. because everything that we ingest is going to do one of two things: one, it's going to be something that we dwell on, mm-hmm. um, and so like I I love movies, I love story. That's mm-hmm. what gets me right. Whether it's a TV show, whether it's a movie, whether it's a book, um, I am all about a story, and I I still have to remind myself that the stories that I ingest are shaping who I am mm-hmm. um and so you know I don't know if you ever watched 24 uh, but this guy was all about just beating somebody up till he got information out of him <laughs> and I'm like okay I'm not Jack Bauer I can't beat people up <laughs> um and so but you know but then my my kids are watching you know paw Patrol and everybody's a hero and I'm like I want to be Paul a Patrol, hero Paul mm-hmm. Patro- sorry my paw my kids are watching awesome. that too. <laughs> I love yeah. not my Paul kids
0: Patrol. my Nice and but, it. but the don't thing lie, is, don't lie; it's you, Wesley. We know you're right. He Paw means Patrol. himself. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's it. So you know, the thing is, though, um we have to be aware that the media we ingest does indeed uh, form who we are. So if we're looking to Scripture and we're spending as much time in Scripture, ingesting the the, the themes of Scripture, Scripture itself. Uh, if we in- spend time ingesting that, that will shape us more than anything else.
0: Yeah, because you look in uh, culture, and there are some secular things that do provide some truth. There's there's sure, partial truth can, out there. It, it, the yeah.
1: secular world cannot escape the need or expression of the gospel. Yeah, right.
0: absolutely, not, not at all. And there was a Bible verse I wanted to share before I lead in. and may even answer our next question, but I'm going <laughs> to ask you anyways. Uh, <laughs> Psalm 19, 105, a very familiar verse for all of us. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a mm. light to my path. And that's one of the first Bible verses that I uh, memorized, and I I read that before I ask you the question. Uh, where do we get a Christian worldview? We have a lot of listeners in our audience, and I have a lot of friends that will be listening that are new believers, yeah. and so they currently what exists is a secular worldview, a, mm-hmm. a liberal secular worldview, but they're born again; they're Christians, mm-hmm. and um, how? Where do they go? I mean, like, where? Because I, let me just give you an example here. I'm, I was, uh, I met with a friend, uh, or I was, I was with a friend a couple months back, and um, as far as I can tell, born again, Bible believing, loves his family. Uh, they disciples these kids, reads the Bible with them, and he is hung up uh, as a new believer on pro choice, pro life. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's pro uh, pro choice, mm-hmm. and uh, not having time to argue or debate or have a discussion or try to influence him in their own right you know toward uh being pro-life i didn't have that opportunity but heard him and he said you know i don't believe it's a force a woman and his arguments
2: how do we where do we get our worldview from as a christian that the experience you just described is not an uncommon yes phenomenon And it's not even uncommon in scripture. If you remember Romans, Romans chapter 12, verse two, I believe gives an indication because the scripture you read in Psalms just now discusses where we can get a biblical worldview, but it doesn't necessarily discuss the nuts and bolts as to how it happens. Mm -hmm. The word of God is a light into our feet and a lamp into our path. But how do we get the word of God to be not just a light generally, but a light into our paths in Romans, which is an epistle written to believers? It's an epistle written by Paul to the believers in Rome and Romans 12 verse 2 says, be not conformed to this world. The the, the the Greek there meaning to be squeezed into the mold of something you are not, but rather be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So the word transformed is metamorpho- metamorphosis like a butterfly be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And you think, wait a minute, but this is written to believers. So how can believers be squeezed into the mold of something they are not? How can believers, uh, have the need to be transformed because God knows once we become born again, we don't automatically have new minds. Right. So we have to retrain our minds. So what has to happen is that we have to take, as, as TJ said, those ideas, those those beliefs, those thoughts, those philosophies that we have, compare them to the light of Scripture and to see whether or not they fit the word of
1: god yeah, and that right there i think is what is key two things that we have to remember as believers um one is that for the for most of us we have been within a secular worldview a lot longer than we have been dealing with a christian that's worldview exactly right. yeah. and so one don't get frustrated mm-hmm. when you come to a question or a belief and it's in contradiction to scripture that's right when you're studying scripture and you realize oh no my belief is contradictory to what the Scripture teaches. One, that is not a moment of frustration. Mm. That is a moment of relief that the Holy Spirit has opened your eyes. Now, there is repentance that needs to happen. And to me, a worldview is strengthened through repentance Mm -hmm. because then we see, oh, I was wrong. God is right. Let's move forward with this. And then we move on and we live in light of what God has just revealed to us about Scripture.
2: And and can I just add this in the the development of a biblical worldview will have to be a a supplemental consideration to the internal work of the Holy Spirit that causes humility. It's a byproduct. It's a byproduct Mm -hmm. because it is the Lord who brings to light the fact that, wait a minute, my belief is contradictory to Scripture. But now the question becomes, do I have the integrity and the Mm -hmm. humility, humility and the honesty (laughs) to humble myself before this revelation that God is providing for me? Or will I press on in pride based on any reason? Sometimes it's people are well-intentioned. They have such great uh, compassion for the conditions of people that causes them to emotionally embrace an ideal that's not uh, supported by Scripture. You know, and that that even goes back to
1: the pro-choice argument Mm -hmm. because people are saying, well, I am being compassionate because I don't want to force a baby onto an unwanting mother. And so they see that as compassionate. Mm -hmm. But in the biblical worldview, all life is sacred. Mm hmm period. And and that includes the life of that unborn child. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know what, you're, Wesley, why don't you go ahead and reset for
0: us? Yeah. You're listening to Gage Magazine on American Family Radio. We're going to put, uh, as we mentioned in the last segment, Abe provides every day a 60 second biblical worldview, whether it's on a subject, a topic, or a passage of scripture. And we're going to put that on our podcast page. Abe... Um, What's for the millennials? Sometimes it's tempting to ask the question. It may be for other generations, but what difference does it make? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I have Christian friends right now that are uh, some of them, you know, well, you can you can have a discussion with them and then they get to the and They say, what difference does it make?
2: So how would we respond to that? Yeah, it it, it has a critical difference because it's going to impact the quality and the depth of your witness Mm. uh, in the earth. And I'm not just talking about external witness even beginning in your own homes, Mm -hmm. Um, the quality and the depth. Mm -hmm. And I think those two terms are key because we live in a time where we have lots of superficial believers. But when uh, the rubber meets the road and the push comes to shove, we have lots of people whose profession don't match what they actually live. And having a biblical worldview will dictate the depth and the ability to withstand difficult circumstances or countervailing ideals as we endeavor to live out our Christian witness. And one of the reasons why it's attractive oftentimes for uh, people to embrace an unbiblical, a non-Christian worldview is because it purports to answer questions, deep questions that we really, really have. But what you'll find is as you probe the scripture and allow the Lord to search us all, uh, we'll find that the Lord really does have the answer to the issues of our day. Yeah, And I think two of the central questions that we
1: have to answer uh, for our biblical worldview, and I think a good starting place, if you're a new believer, if you're a seasoned believer, and you want to, you know, and you say, you know what, I've not been very active in building my worldview. I want to start. How do I do that? I think there are two questions you have to ask. One, what is my view of scripture? Mm. If my view of scripture is small, then my reading of scripture is going to be small. My study of scripture is going to be small. And if my study of the word of God is small, then my, or my view of the study of the word of God is small, then my view of God will be small. Mm-hmm. So we have to do those two things. We have to examine our view of scripture and our view of
2: God. Do you have anything to add to that, Abe? No, I, I think that. And, and the facts are we would never progress beyond our perception of our God. And mm-hmm. if we have a small view mm-hmm. of scripture, it will cause us to be very, very bantamweight mm-hmm. in our view of the world, phantom weight. That's yeah. a good word. You need. You're going to have
1: to define that.
2: Well, yeah, it's a boxing analogy. Uh, so it's one of the lighter classes in boxing, and so. As you know, if you have a bantamweight that fights a heavyweight, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't even land a blow, but you're going to knock the bantamweight out. You know, and, and the scripture does encourage the believer to grow to the point to where we're not blown to and fro yeah. by every wind of so doctrine do you have good
1: resources? Uh, we know we know EngageMagazine.net is mm-hmm. a great resource to help build a uh, biblical worldview. Abe's Corner uh, is another great one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to provide a link for that uh, on the podcast description at EngageMagazine.net. But do you have any other resources you could point Ooh, our listeners to? how much time to? do you
2: have? we got just a few <laughs> minutes. minutes. 30 seconds. Um, I enjoy Frank Turek's programs. Oh, uh, I enjoy um, Ravi Zacharias's materials. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy... Uh, A whole host of things, the uh, Institute for Creation Research. I enjoy their presentations, Um, ICR. Yeah, so check
1: all of those out, and uh, and you can listen to this podcast anytime if you want a refresher, if you want some encouragement from Ava Hamilton. You can find that at engagemagazine.net. If you've got an idea for a program, we want to hear it. We want to know how you are trying to build your biblical worldview or the questions that you have, the challenges you're facing. Let us know. Uh, You can email us at
0: engagemagazine.net. And until next week, keep sharing truth and applying scripture.